Please listen carefully. Salutations, toppers, and welcome to episode 60 of the Turn of Phrases podcast. Today I'm recording on a new microphone, so bear with me as I work on dialing in on this new piece of equipment. Hopefully the sound will be better than ever and the show will be more enjoyable. Anyway, the day this episode will release, August 13th, is Left-Handers Day. And since I have some left-handed siblings, I thought I'd do a left theme today to celebrate. So let's get right to it. Or should I say, get left to it. And find out today's phrases, origins, history, and more. First up today is the saying, exit, stage left. This one doesn't have a lot of information, because it's got a straightforward origin, but I wanted to talk about it anyway. When used idiomatically, it basically means to leave without making a scene. This is because it comes from the literal use in theatrical scripts, where it's used to tell an actor to leave the stage. I doubt anyone for sure could figure out who first wrote down exit stage left, as instructions in a script. But I can tell you the most likely reason why it became a popular idiom. We can thank Snagglepuss, the Hanna-Barbera character who was introduced in 1956. He would often say, exit, stage left, before making a hasty exit from a situation. The popularity of the character helped this stage direction become a popular idiom, and even though that's really all there is to it, I used to watch those cartoons and enjoyed them immensely. So, this seemed like a good place to start off today's episode. Now, let's move on and get a left-handed compliment. A left-handed compliment is a compliment that is really just disguising an insult. This was originally called a backhanded compliment, and it still is by some people though I personally have heard left-handed compliment much more than I've heard backhanded. Anyway, the reason for this change from back to left comes from the old-timey times belief that left was bad, an idea I touched briefly on in episode 28. The Latin word for left is sinistra, which became the word sinister, which, you know, these days means bad. That's not recent, though, because sinister has been used to describe something as malicious since at least the 15th century. Honestly, there isn't anything else to this one. It's not complicated at all. It's just the result of the belief that left is bad, etymologically speaking. Since a backhanded compliment is bad to give, it just became known as a left-handed compliment. However, even with it being as simple as it is, I wanted to touch on it because it will help us understand the history of some of today's other phrases. So let's move on, carefully, on two left feet. If someone can't dance, they might be told that they have two left feet. As far as the saying goes, it's not that old. It showed up in the vernacular around the early 20th century. However, like a left-handed compliment, the idea for this one goes back to the belief that left is bad, 
Basically, this saying came about from the thought process that if you're bad at dancing, well, then you have bad feet. So, they must both be left feet. Now, while the idea that left is evil is probably not something that most people believe anymore, there is some validity to the idea that two left feet would make you a bad dancer. It just doesn't have anything to do with the left foot. If you had two right feet, you'd have the same problem. Think about it this way. If you had two identical feet, your big toes would be on the same side, and you wouldn't be able to balance the same way you can with the toes on the opposite sides. Ergo, you'd be clumsier and not as likely to be able to dance as gracefully. Really, this saying should just be something like, you dance like you have two of the same feet. But hey, that doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. And as we already discussed, left has been long seen as bad. So this saying continues that theme. As for it being in print, this idiom seems to first appear in a work by P.G. Wodehouse, who we heard from just last week. In 1915, he published a collection of short stories called The Man with Two Left Feet and Other Stories. It included, among the other stories, a tale about a man with two left feet. And as a side note, just because it made me laugh, here's the description of the book. A volume of Wodehouse stories which every lover of fun will read with the greatest enjoyment. Doesn't that just make you want to pick up the book and read it? Anyway, now that we have the dancing sorted, let's head out to left field. If something is out in left field, or comes from out in left field, then it's out of touch, strange, bizarre, crazy, unexpected, etc. Pretty much everyone agrees that this one came from baseball, but exactly how it became an idiom is up for debate. One theory is that if a player is running the bases and is headed from third base to home plate, they wouldn't be able to see a ball being thrown from the left fielder, and so it would be a complete surprise to them if the ball suddenly appeared at home plate in front of them. Some people think it just comes from the same old-timey times belief as the last two, that left is bad, and so a ball being thrown from the left field would be a bad surprise. Others say that it came about during the years Babe Ruth played right field, as any seats in the left field put the fans far from the famous player. The last of the main theories comes from Chicago's West Side Park. Behind the left field stood the Neuropsychiatric Institute, a mental hospital, and so being told you were in left field meant you were insane. The Chicago Cubs played at that field from 1893 to 1915. So the saying could be as old as that, but it's also potentially older. It's unlikely that anyone will ever be able to definitively prove which theory is the true origin, and in reality, it's probably a combination of some or all of them. I couldn't pin down with 100% certainty what the first use in print idiomatically was. However, it was being used this way by at least the 1940s in the music industry. Since no one seems to know exactly where it came from, it's harder to pin down that first use in print that I like to share for each phrase. Sorry it's a bit ambiguous, but as I've said before, I'm limited to the information I can find. Let's move on now and figure out just what a southpaw is. P. 
People sometimes refer to lefties as southpaws, and have been doing so since at least the early 1800s. Many people attribute this one to baseball, too, and some think it came from boxing. Before we go in the ring, let's look at why people think it comes from baseball. Supposedly, all baseball diamonds used to be laid out with home plate facing west, which would put a left-handed pitcher's dominant hand towards the south. And before moving on, does that mean a right-handed pitcher would be a north paw? Actually, yes. The Oxford English Dictionary recognizes north paw as a legitimate word, although most people use it in a joking way. Southpaw as a baseball term is said to have been coined around 1887 because the Chicago ballpark really was laid out with home plate to the west. Here's the problem, though. We find earlier uses, one that refers to a newsboy, so that reference really comes out of left field. That one was in 1870 in a list of local newsboys in the Milwaukee Daily Sentinel, a Milwaukee, Wisconsin newspaper. One of the boys' listed nickname was Southpaw. In 1860, the New York Herald reported on a boxing match by writing that the left-handed boxer David Woods, quote, planted his Southpaw under his opponent's chin, laying him out as flat as a pancake, end quote. Even earlier, in 1813, over 70 years before the first recorded baseball usage, we find a use in a comic newspaper called The Tickler, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It describes a person holding up a paper in their, quote, right paw, between the ceiling and the floor, and with the south paw, pointing, end quote. It's easy to see why the origin of this one is contested, because it's kind of all over the place. Whatever its exact origin is, it's definitely been in use for over 200 years. And with that, it's time for today's metaphorical moment. It's just a metaphor, dude. It's a metaphor. Curious metaphor. A metaphor. That's just a metaphor. Today's metaphor is a left-handed monkey wrench. This is used to describe something fake, and that's because it's a fake tool. A monkey wrench is a symmetrical tool. There's no left- or right-handed version. But, as a prank, a person might ask someone to get them a left-handed monkey wrench just to send them on a wild goose chase. I don't know how long people have been sending others in search of this fake tool, but it was made more popular in 1981, when the Grateful Dead released The Greatest Story Ever Told. In it, we find, quote, Abraham and Isaac sitting on a fence. You'd get right to work if you had any sense. You know the one thing we need is a left-handed monkey wrench. End quote. Now, Honestly, I don't have anything else to tell you about this phrase. I had a surprisingly hard time finding a metaphor with left in it that had any historical information. And while this wasn't much information, at least it was some. Just remember, you can use this metaphor to describe something fake, but don't fall for the fool's errand of retrieving a left-handed monkey wrench. Now let's hear today's familiar quotation. Toppers, today's familiar quotation is from W.C. Fields. Quote, If the left half of the brain controls the right half of the body, then only left-handed people are in the right mind. End quote. 
Thank you, Mr. Fields, for giving us today's familiar quotation. Okay, toppers, now it's time for today's For Better or For Words, love advice from old-timey times. As always, let's hear from the ladies first. Don't moralize by way of winning back the love that seems to be waning. Make yourself extra charming and arrange delicious dinners which include all your husband's favorite dishes. And now for the men. Don't stoop, even if your work is desk work. Your wife wants to see you straight and broad-chested. All right, toppers, that's going to do it for episode 60. Thank you for lending me your ears today to turn some phrases. As I always do, I hope you enjoyed the episode and you learned something along the way. Check out my website, turnofphrases.com, to find out information about the show's social media, how to send me topic suggestions, how to support the podcast, and for details about the music I use in the show. If you had a good time listening, please consider subscribing or leaving a rating and review. Also, if you know someone who'd enjoy the show, please tell them about it to help spread the word. If you want bonus stuff, check out my Patreon page. There's a link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening to the Turn of Phrases podcast. Researched, written, hosted, and produced by me, Brisky. Until next time, toppers. Don't forget to take a left turn at Albuquerque. Toodaloo! And now... This is... Let me rephrase. Hopefully this won't sound terrible. I have no idea what I'm doing. Who was introduced in 1940s... Nope, that's the wrong year. The Latin word for left is... Nope. (laughs) Wow. So the saying could be as old as that. (laughs) Bless you, Kel. However, it was being used by this... Nope. Supposedly, all baseball diamonds used to be laid out with home plate... Nope. Don't stoop, even if your work... (laughs) 